Hi smooches, happy day after Valentine's Day. We hope you indulged in your version of the perfect day. On this mini-sode, I'm introducing Meg to my literary girlfriend. In doing so, I'll give major spoilers for Payback's a Witch by Lana Harper. I want to tell you about my my book girlfriend. Oh, should I be jealous? Should I be jealous of you and Bijou Sue? Yeah, you absolutely should. Okay, then you... <laughs> Then you, then you should be jealous because <laughs> as I was reading many, many months ago in the Halloween era, the spooky times, the spooky times in the spooky times, I read Payback's a Witch. It mm-hmm. came out right around the X-Hex, which we did an episode about. Yeah. And the book is cute, funny. It's a good read, but it was one of the heroines mm-hmm. who really made it stand out for me more than gave you hot else. pants gave me hot pants okay so payback's a witch is kind of marketed as john tucker must die okay with bisexual witches are there multiple so john tucker must die he has like multiple women that he's dated right yes okay so the main character is named emmy and emmy she left her magical hometown she's from a magical like legacy family there are four families Mm -hmm. in this town that built this town on magic they still have magic there are you know normies in the town who don't know about all the magical shenanigans Normies, Um, yes but the magical families they've always lived there and they have this competition i think once a generation between the families and Okay. It causes like a family. goblet of fire thing. Yes. Okay. It causes the family to somehow have more power or influence over the town. So the winning family, the winning family. So okay. the winning family has always been this one family has for generations been this one family. And I already hate them. Yeah. And they've prospered and prospered and prospered at the expense of the other families to the point where it feels like, you know, this isn't even fair anymore because like the scales are. Yeah. It seems like if if you've won once that sets you up to win the next one because you're more powerful. You're more powerful. Their, their businesses in town are more successful. (laughs) Uh, So the scion because that's what the representative of each family who goes into this competition the scion is this dude gareth blackmore all right i hate the name gareth yes sorry if there are any listeners named gareth but that seems very unlikely sorry gareth it wasn't your fault you didn't pick your name but this gareth he is just like an arrogant fuck boy of the highest order and he was emmy's high school boyfriend her first love her everything he broke her heart to the point of her wanting to leave her hometown and never return wow which like i can relate to sure i had boys like that in my hometown (laughs) who made me like wow i never want to go back there ever again bad memories so emmy goes and lives a normie life in chicago couldn't be me (laughs) (laughs) and she has a 
she has a job, like a pretty high up, I think, marketing job or some kind of executive role at this subscription box that sends witchy items. Okay, cool. So she's into it, but like she knows what real magic is. So she feels like she likes her job, but she also knows like this isn't the like real a thing. Yeah, she feels like she's she's cosplaying witchcraft, but she no longer has her real magic because it is tied to the town. Okay. So uh, Gareth dated her and then dated her best friend, Lyndon. Lyndon, not cool. That broke girl code. That was fucked up of her. No matter how many years it had been, but you know, whatever. Uh Gareth broke her heart. And it turns out that Gareth had also been dating or recently. I don't know if there was an overlap. I cannot remember. It's been too long. It's not a good look. It's not a good look. But he also dated Talia Abramov. So he has dated one of the girls from each of the families. Okay. Yeah. We don't like him. Yeah. So Emmy is from the Harlow family. And the Harlows, at the founding of the town, supposedly, you find out other shit and they were more powerful and more influential in the founding of the town than had previously been presented. But they, at the founding of the town, the ritual, the laying of the ley lines or whatever the fuck it was that they did to set up the town's magic were just the record keeper. Like her ancestor took the notes, supposedly. Hmm. So the Harlows have always been like considered the less powerful family. Mm -hmm. And in the competition, the Harlow scion is the judge and the other three families do get out so the harlows do not participate yeah Mm -hmm. they don't participate in the competition they are only the arbiter of the competition so as the scion emmy has to come back home to officiate to preside over this competition between the families she finds out that lyndon had been dating gareth and gareth broke her heart and that he also broke talia abramov's heart And they have hatched a plan to kind of work together to beat his ass, to to beat his ass, to improve one of their chances of winning over the Blackmoors. Um, I will say I found the getting revenge on this dude aspect of the story to not be what I expected, to not be as like spicy as John Tucker must die. Oh, okay. It was less of a direct attack on him and more of a, like, we're working together to strategize. Okay. Um, so the- Did you want more vengeance? Yeah. Okay. I always want more vengeance. <laughs> I know. I love vengeance. Yeah. So, so, but there is plotting, there is scheming. And, uh, so the competitors are Gareth, Lyndon's brother- who I think he's the next book. Okay. And him and Talia's sister and Talia. So Talia is my book girlfriend. Okay. Okay. So Talia is her family, the Abramovs. They come from a line of necromancers. So they're into the darker aspects of magic. So Lyndon's family, they're kind of the green witches. They're into herbs and plants. There's a lot of cool stuff with like sentient plants in it. So they're like the Hufflepuffs. Yes, they are the perfect way. Hufflepuffs. They are the Hufflepuffs. And 
Talia's family are the Slytherins, mm-hmm. but like not in a white supremacist way. <laughs> and I guess Emmy's family would be the Ravenclaws. Okay. No takers. Sure. Yeah. And then um, Gareth is just like a big dumb Gryffindor. Sorry, Gryffindor. <laughs> but like, that's how I feel about Gryffindors too. <laughs> and you're married to a Gryffindor, are you not? Yeah. Uh, uh, but now, are you a Gryffindor? Are you a Gryffindor? <laughs> Did you hear that? Did he say Hufflepuff Rising? He said Gryffindor Rising. <laughs> Gryffindor Rising. What's your What's your son? Oh, Ravenclaw. He says. Oh, hmm. I'm Hufflepuff. If that wasn't clear, you you have said that. I think that maybe uh, your Ravenclaw Rising is more prominent than you think. But like Meg thinks I'm a Hufflepuff. No absolutely not i'm too i'm too cerebral i'm too up here i think there's some i'm not slytherin nice in there hmm. i i would say i am a ravenclaw sun a hufflepuff rising and a slytherin moon fuck jk rowling she is a turf yeah. moving on yeah 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 so talia is kind of dark and sexy and I kind of picture her as like old school like gothic vampirish sort of character Mm -hmm. but she's also a domestic goddess and a homebody and she loves to bake and to cook and she loves sugary cocktails like the girl, girl after the my own heart exactly exactly so i just like immediately loved her reading it i pictured katie mcgrath i think her name is she was lena luther in supergirl and that is the only thing that i've seen her in but i know that she was also in the show merlin i pictured her the whole time and even though she doesn't fit the physical description i pictured melissa benoist from Supergirl Mm -hmm. as Emmy because Lena and Kara were girlfriends. Don't fucking at me. (laughs) I don't care that it wasn't on screen. Like I saw gay and I said, gay. (laughs) You're like, there is the gay shit. There's the gay shit right there. We found it. We all see it. So but now that I've watched both seasons of The Witcher, mm-hmm. I feel like she is like Yennefer of Vengerberg if she, you know, liked to cook you gourmet meals and snuggle in her like gothic bedroom. Yeah. And, uh, when I really fell in love with her was this scene. It was like 132 pages into the book. She takes Emmy into the woods behind her house and that is where all the ghosts live and the ghosts live in the trees they call them shades and emmy's like terrified and she keeps calling the ghosts it instead of giving them pronouns like gender pronouns and she she starts correcting herself which i thought was very cute that she was like trying to like vibe with these ghosts because talia was vibing with the ghosts yeah. And she's explaining about, you know, her family's lineage, how originally their ancestors were necromancers and they all sort of have the ability to talk to ghosts, but it's not like the main thing that they do. They all sort of draw from like the darker side of magic. Hmm. Um, 
and it's explained really well in the book, but I don't remember all the particulars of it. Um, ectoplasm. They use ectoplasm in their magic to like fly mm. places. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. So she likes to go into the woods and visit the ghosts. And Emmy sees her talking to a young woman ghost and she calls her sweet pea and she like touches the ghost and they have this whole conversation emmy can't understand and Mm. halia is conversing with this ghost and she says that she thinks that she was a young woman when she died possibly in childbirth or for some disease that antibiotics would have wiped out Mm -hmm. and that's what she's been able to pick up and she comes and visits these ghosts and has you know conversations and friendships with them mm-hmm. and treats them with such respect and care and tenderness and she's laughing with the little girl ghosts and saying like you know okay I'm gonna come visit you real soon no I really am this time I'm not gonna on my witch's soul it's not gonna be that long this time <laughs> and it's just like so cute and just like the idea of like a woman who is like so connected with what is beyond the veil Mm. is just really (laughs) sensual to me and then they have this like intense makeout in the middle of the woods and all the ghosts they like are drawn to them because it's like they are drawn like horny energy yes yeah they're like they flock to the horny energy so they're making this scene like a moth to the flame yeah yeah, like a moth to a flame the ghosts are like (laughs) pervs pervy ghosts yeah so talia's like uh we should go (laughs) because this is this is a lot we're we're causing a scene they're gonna get they're gonna get riled up (laughs) And I just, I love her, her deep understanding of herself and her comfort and where she is. Because Emmy, she has this idea of her town as like, it has not moved forward at all without Mm -hmm. her. She just remembers it how it is. And Talia shows her like, look, we have these cool restaurants now. We have... We have like a fancy coffee shop and everything. And she's trying to show Emmy, like not to be such a snob, like the town has its charms. It has things that she would enjoy in a big city. And she does not want, the big conflict is that like Emmy wants to go back to Chicago and Talia is like, I'm not going to leave here. I don't like being without my magic for any amount of time. Mm-hmm. And they do work it out and both make compromises at the end, which is good. But I just like that she is she's so comfortable with who she is with where she is and she seems so sophisticated and worldly in the fact that she literally talks to fucking ghosts like she is another caliber of human being and she makes (laughs) no apologies for like being a basic bitch in some ways who likes her sugary cocktails and likes to bake and likes to be in her hometown and has no like desire to go somewhere else because she's happy here and she doesn't Mm want to just like leave just for the sake of that's what she should want yeah yeah so I just I really love her Hmm. I'm glad you found your one yeah she's so great I hope (laughs) that we see more of her in the later books but it's always like a tricky thing with sequels because 
the participation of previous book characters can vary so much and you don't want them to like take away from the main character's story right. in the current book so yeah the book is paybacks witch by lana harper so you can check it out if you also want to fall madly in love with talia abramov but i've claimed her she's mine so. <laughs> let it be known everyone <laughs> let it be known i've staked my claim on her so well, she thank is, you for telling me about it you are welcome and i will now have to rewatch both seasons of the witcher that i just watched in the same week so that mm-hmm. I can pick up on the Easter eggs that I missed and also like picture Jennifer Jennifer of Bangerberg as Talia Abramov and really just like make that solid for me. <laughs> so to speak. So to speak. <laughs> make the shade more corporeal. <laughs> Well, you can just live text me at any point with your reactions to The Witcher because I'm yes. I'm here for it. I should I'm reading the books too, so I, I will do that. I'll put all the links in the show notes to the X Hex since I mentioned that one and to our episode on One Last Stop if you want to learn about Meg's book girlfriend. Ooh. The life ruining <laughs> Jane Biusu. Yeah. Yeah, life root. Yep, yeah, that's a good that's a good way to put it. <laughs> All right. Until next time, air kisses. Mwah!